everybody, and welcome to Listen Money Matters. In my whole life, I have known no wise people over a broad subject matter area who didn't read all the time. None. Zero. My name is Matt, and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking? Good, man. Uh, exhausted. You're, you're working me to the bone in our mm. other projects. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> nothing a Stone Scorpion Bowl IPA can't fix. Wow. So Stone makes it. Mm. And the and the IPA is called Scorpion Bull? Bull. Like Bowl. B-O-W-L. Oh, and, Bull. Uh, I guess their their tagline is a punch to the stinger. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense. It's tasty, so it doesn't really have to make sense. Okay, that's fair. I am drink do? yeah, I am drinking um a beer from my favorite brewery in the whole fucking world. It's called Outer Range Brewing Company. I've I've uh, I'm also wearing their hat right now. Yeah. Um, this is their can. It is called Shelter. It's a double IPA. Ooh. Uh, our catchphrase comes from Charlie Munger. Do you know who that is? Yeah, I know who that is. It's, uh, it's yes, Warren is a, Buffett's other half. Yes, he is a self-made billionaire and Warren Buffett's business partner. So he likes books, apparently. Yeah, smart people and, read. And know, who would have thought? Smart people read. Yeah. So today we're talking about money personalities. What is your money personality? Well, as it turns out, your personality, specifically your money personality, plays a huge role in how you deal with your finances. Your habits, attitudes, beliefs can shape your day-to-day choices and significantly impact your long-term financial health. And that is just something I read. (laughs) So (laughs) we got to figure out... uh, what is a money personality and, and what, are, what are the types? So uh, one, uh, which I didn't know, you could go onto a website and actually play a game or take an online quiz or whatever to figure out what your money personality is. And I didn't do this. Did you do no, this? No, no. So Stephanie uh, found this. Uh, yeah. It's actually a card game, which I thought was super mm. cool. So yeah. we took a quiz Back the first time we attempted to record this, and I didn't hit yeah. the record button. Um, and we'll, we'll link to like online quiz that you can take, wah, wah. right? But basically, like whether you want to take an online quiz, there's a card game. There's all kinds mm-hmm. of cool ways to kind of figure out what your personality is, money wise. Yeah. Um, and the website is moneyhabitudes.com. Good luck figuring that out. <laughs> I guess it's like habit and attitudes combined into one word. Yeah. And it'll help you figure out your money personality based on your habits and attitudes. According to this game, there are six types that most people identify with at one point in their life, though some people have multiple personalities that show up at different times. And I think I am certainly one of those people. You definitely have multiple personalities. <laughs> it's a disorder. Uh, so they are, the six, the six are that they are security spontaneous status giving carefree and planning and so you probably if it was like a a six point i don't know what kind of shape that would be you know uh it'd be a wouldn't it be a jewish star yes uh, no a i don't know day. i mean there'd, yeah. there'd be like a ring around the edges you you probably fall in like uh leaning towards multiple sections yeah right like i, I yeah. think there's like really cool graphs where they show that to you but you're not going to be like I know what you're talking Only about. Only yeah, spontaneous. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it'll be like status and spontaneous, like Matt Chivanisi. Mm. You think that you think that's me? 
I don't know. I mean, let, let's go through. Well, I, I have like some ideas. Go through? All right. Well, the first one we'll talk about is security. So uh, money helps you feel safe and secure. That would be how you feel. Kind of like a proxy uh, for confidence. Okay. So the pros of that would be thrifty and organized. You have a budget, financial goals, savings, and uh, you take care of your possessions. But that means you're you could be again. These are spectrums, of course. You can be miserly, cheap. You may neglect current expenses in order to save, and you may not enjoy activities because they cost money. Yeah. So, so if you're splitting yeah. toilet paper ply, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like you can turn the two ply into two rolls of toilet paper. Extreme cheapskates. Uh, so that's security. Does that you? Is that you? I don't know. I think I have like uh, some me. of that. I think Laura has a bit more of that. We both grew up in very similar money households. Yeah. Um. So like that, like not overspending, being thrifty is definitely describes us. What about you? I definitely take care of my possessions, mm. and I'm very well, conscious like that's of the possessions. Smart to you know, like yeah, and I tend to I tend to buy on the high end. Like I tend to buy. I, le- I buy less, but if I the thing that I do buy that I really want that I've spent six months or whatever like pining over, it's probably going to be super expensive. Like I don't have a case well, on my iPhone because it never gets dropped because I right, don't accidentally yeah. break my iPhone. It's just not in my personality. Dude, I, I have the same – look, we're, we're both going to leave this podcast and drop our iPhones. <laughs> I mean I dropped mine and broke it, but it's – I'm very I've careful. never broken my iPhone. I've had an really? iPhone for – Yep, I've had an iPhone for what? When they come out? Oh, two thousand seven. So I've had it for eleven years. Not the You've same. You've never one, broken one screen. I've never broken one screen. Wow. And I've had an iPhone my entire life in, my, in on my on my person for the last eleven years. Damn. No, is that right? That's not. I'm not doing the math right on that. No, it was two thousand ten years. Yeah, but about actually yeah. now it's it's getting to eleven. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about spontaneous. So money encourages you to enjoy the moment. (laughs) (laughs) The pros of that being fun-loving and uninhibited, enjoys an exciting life, doesn't wait for the perfect moment or delay desires. So I definitely have a lot of that. I do too. Like, if we're there, it's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, I don't care. Spare no expense. If If I'm having a good time, Money is. I'm not gonna worry. Like, about like, it. bust the budget, and then we'll pay for it in the next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure. We'll it out. leave the house, yeah. but yeah. So the cons of that uh, is doesn't consider consequences, has a hard time saying no to purchases, and tends to not have any emergency savings. <laughs> that, that is honestly, that's <laughs> so, that is, that is you yeah. pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get into that. Uh, let's talk about status. Mm. Status is money helps you create a positive image, I guess self-image, right? So that the pros of that being you're generous and impressive. Hmm. You present a strong first impression, and you enjoy sharing and including others. God, I feel like Stephanie's writing this for me. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the cons being that you're superficial and have fin- and, and financially insensitive. Hmm. Is she still writing it uh, for you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, you uh, get into debt to maintain appearances. Mm, she is writing uh, this for you. Uh, <laughs> always gives, but has trouble receiving graciously. Mm. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, yeah. God. Yeah, spontaneous and status so far. That is uh, that's wrapping me up in a nice little bow right there. I definitely see. I, I have a little bit of status in me. Um, What's what part do you? What part like popped out at you? So so the the generous, impressive. I usually mm. like money wise, but like I'll be the one who shows up in like old navy, three year old clothing. So I, it's like You're, I'm wearing old navy right same. now. Old navy. I'm wearing an old navy black hoodie, which is pretty much my work uniform. <laughs> And my, I call it my dress hoodie. I have to, I have to buy a new hoodie for when I go home because mm. <laughs> this hoodie is gross. Mm. Uh, to, I've to only seen you in that hoodie in like the past. Year. I am. I, I wear this in the summer because I'm Damn. I'm in air conditioning all day, so it's <laughs> like. Uh, and I wear these like black, like the, I guess they're workout pants from Target, but working out is not really my forte, so <laughs> they're just comfortable. You know, you know, like they call them sweatpants, but I don't really do any sweating in them. <laughs> Besides, like maybe like you know, your your run of the mill ball sweat. Yeah, I, I wear active wear and then like beach myself on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the irony! Uh, so, okay, this next one is giving. Giving money helps you feel good by giving it to others. Eh. All right, the pros being that you uh, sacrifice for the good and charitable. You have a strong value and conviction, or or you have strong values and convictions, clearly decides between needs and wants. So, Hmm. sounds pretty good. Uh, The cons being that you're judgmental and a martyr. I could totally see that. Yeah. Feels guilty or angry if you buy something for yourself. Hmm. And uses giving as a form of control to impose values. I could, I could definitely see Ooh. that. And so, I mean, dude, the cons of this one are real cons. Th- those, like, those are real hard. bad. And you yeah. know, for giving being the most altruistic. But, but you know, like what I find really interesting with the the money personalities is uh, there's like a cause to all of them, right? Mm. And so perhaps it is. Uh, imposing values is maybe one of the drivers yeah you know oh yeah well i feel like it's like an oxymoron to be a charitable dick <laughs> <laughs> right I th- they're no? good they're good givers but yeah i would agree that if like it sounds like if you <laughs> like you're a charitable dickhead <laughs> which is an oxymoron mm. in this particular pros and cons scenario i would agree all right just, just just make it an observation. That's number four. Number five is carefree. Money is not a priority at this point in your life. Hmm. So the pros are you're easygoing and free-spirited. You share generously with others. And you don't feel pressured by expectation of others. Sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. The cons are you're immature and irresponsible. You lack the skills and information to make wise choices, and you feel trapped or obligated by being supported. Hmm. So it hmm. seems like that one is angling towards people who millennial. <laughs> give, give the millennials a break, man. I will. I, I feel I'm a millennial. Fuck. No, you're not. 
You are too, man. Okay, maybe technically. I'm on the tail because I'm on the tail tail end. I mean, I'm uh, you know that's because Wikipedia actually accidentally added two extra years yeah. into millennial when really I think you're you're technically a baby boomer, right? <laughs> They're like you old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> were you were you born in Snapchat or so? I skip Generation Y. I'm just I'm just fucking a baby boomer. Now. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. <laughs> You're like, you know what? You're part of the greatest generation. I'm like, oh, you're you're a grandpa. <laughs> As decided by the greatest generation. Yeah. Anyone who's not under 30, you a grandpa. So I feel like looking at the cons, it's like geared. It's almost like skewed towards people who received money from their parents. Like the mm. feels trapped or obligated by being supported. Um, I feel like uh, I have some of the carefree aspect, but it's like light. It's it's more when I'm too loose. Hmm. Interesting. Is it? What I don't I don't you know, I don't really understand the feels trapped or obligated by being supported part. Well, I think if you have earned an amount of money that you can just be frivolous with it, mm-hmm. um you're either insanely rich or like a trust have, fund kid or something. Yeah, I guess that's kind of what I was getting at. Is you don't really have the value yeah. of it, or, or or even if you don't have a ton of money, but maybe you kind of had all things taken care of before, and so you're stuck with this bad habit. They need to. Oh, I kind of took it as like they feel they literally feel like they hate being supported. No, because if you're if you're trapped by the supportive like oh. financial, that's how I that's how oh, I that saw could that definitely sentence. be a two. Yeah, yeah. But then that, but then wouldn't, but then you wouldn't be carefree. You would, you would at that point. Like I feel like that con would force you to, you know, go. Well, I hate that my parents are giving me this money. Like I want to be my own person and make my own money and make my own choices and and hate that. So that doesn't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I, maybe that was just worded incorrectly. But it feels like it doesn't make. It sense seems to like. Me. The, but maybe your you, maybe your interpretation is correct because well, it says immature and irresponsible. And so sure, I feel like right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. So, okay. Uh, let's, the final one is planning. Money is a tool to help you achieve your goals. Now, literally, the money is a tool thing is like that's got you written all mm. over it. Uh, but the pros are you're responsible and accomplished. You buy items you really want that will retain value. And you make intentional financial decisions. Sounds like a... Sounds like a list somebody matters type of crowd. <laughs> uh, the cons, though, are you're you're too driven and too conservative. Mm. Wow, definitely a con. Ex- yeah, expected to help others who do not plan. Ooh, and you hide or keep information about money from your partner to control finances. I don't do that. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah, let's just, like, I mean, dude, I'll I'll be honest. I feel like four of those are me. (laughs) Yeah. Right? So, um, you are definitely responsible and accomplished. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think that uh, buys items you really want that will retain value, I think you interpret a bit too broadly. Oh, in, your, in your life, I think you perhaps qualify things <laughs> that don't necessarily. Give me, a, give me an example. Um, I don't know, like some some. Uh, didn't you want to buy this 
beer cooler or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do I need to go any, yes. more, any further? Well, no. I mean, I, I got it for free, mm. technically. Oh, you did? Oh, because yeah. your site? No. I, um, so I've, I've wanted this like 18-inch Yeti cooler, this soft Yeti cooler. Uh, which, if if you're familiar with the brand, it's unbelievably expensive for almost what seems like no reason at all mm-hmm. uh, for what you get. And then when you get it, it turns out it's for no reason at all? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do love it. We use it a lot. But um, the honestly, the price tag of it, it was $300 mm. for a goddamn – it's not even a full-size – like styrofoam igloo? ones from CVS for like a dollar? <laughs> yes, but this one is supposed to be like the most rugged. It's like four – like fishermen, like it's like it's it's a beast, dude. It's and it looks cool, and it, the branding is cool, and I, I don't know. Do you think that it, like a, if you were carrying it with craft brews in it, it would present a strong first impression? Yes, it would, it would mean I. <laughs> yes, that's true. It would mean I take craft beer very seriously. Like when I go to beer shares, dude. I'm like bottle shares. I'm bringing that goddamn thing, and they're like, dude, this guy knows what's up, but also he spends a lot of money on dumb shit. <laughs> but but but. I literally has been sitting in my Amazon wish list for like a year and a half. All right, that's fair. And I got a I got a gift card from my mother for for my birthday, which is was very unexpected. And I was like, that's exactly what I'm because it's the one thing I would not buy for myself because I would feel guilty mm. for buying something so Those are the best gifts. frivolous. Right? Yeah. And the same thing happened for Christmas. My mom, you know. I am. I my mom's like, what do you want? Nothing. I don't want anything. I don't want anything. I'm done. I, I don't need anyone to buy me anything because I can buy my thing, my own things, and I don't really need anything. Right. But I just look at my Amazon wish list, and there's usually frivolous, expensive crap on there that I'm like, oh, I do want that, but I feel I would feel terrible. So so uh, the the thing that I'm getting for Christmas, and it's just one thing, is uh, it's called a U Growler. Okay. So it's a hundred. So it's a hundred and twenty-eight ounce growler that's copper and has a built-in tap and CO two like what? tank. Yeah, it's it's fucking cool, dude. Oh my god, that <laughs> sounds so like cool. the epitome of excessive. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it, it and it's exactly it's like why it's sat on my wish list forever. It's a portable. Yeah. So you could. So we could go to other half, mm-hmm. right? I could bring this piece, right? And will they let you fly in a plane with this? No. <laughs> Uh, I can check it in on Southwest, oh, sure. yeah. So, so I, I could take this into other half and be like, "Fill up this growler, please," and then we could go back to your place and we could just literally like tap it, you oh, know, in shit. our in our glasses. Like that'd be cool, that right? That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if I've ever lived through a use case of that though. <laughs> in my, well, life. I just I just made you I mm. just made you go through it. So anyway, um, so uh, let's talk about what affects your money. Your personality type, so you know, like above all, it's it's got to be family. I mean, and and that's also the first one on my like list. Family influence. Yeah, I mean, like my parents had a huge impact on how I look at money, and I know Laura could say the same with her family. Which one of your parents? Uh, both pretty equally. Really? Like Equal? my okay. dad will get into a spreadsheet for days. Yeah, yeah. you know, which is mm. which is me. And my mm-hmm. mom will, my dad may want to get something. My mom won't spend, she, she's like, you don't need it. No. And so mm. I kind of have like. Wow, you have the both sides. Yeah. What about you? That's dude? good. 
<laughs> my mom is a saver mm. uh, and a thrift thrifty buyer. Like looking, she's always like searching for the deals. Mm-hmm. I am neither of those things <laughs> <laughs> at all. Uh, she is very generous, especially around Christmas time. She is like me, where it's like whatever you want, spare no expense. Like there, there is a limit, obviously. Like there's sometimes where I'm like, I want a snowboard. She's like, that's fifteen hundred dollars. No, <laughs> um, but you know, and I'm like, I don't know what age I was when I said that. But like when my, my but my dad is the opposite. So my dad, like if I'm like, I want a guitar, he's like, here's the best guitar ever. Um, or a very expensive guitar or something. Mm. Um, because for, to him, like, like there's certain possessions that he care, he values more than others, which I do too. And so, so also a, gi- like, a giver, uh, also a giver. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and so my dad, if I, if I embody anyone, it is more my father, uh, and I have had to personally learn to kind of fall somewhere between the two of them. Mm. Um, but with a more progressive, I guess, investment strategy mindset. So my mother may be a great saver and she may be very generous, uh, but she's not, she may not be the best investor long term. Right. Mm. I actually know she's not. She's a, she's a very she's like a hoarder. So I think. Uh, you know, hers would probably be security where she's thrifty. She's organized. She has a budget, you know, um, she takes care of her things, but not that she's miserly and cheap, but she will definitely like not do things. She will definitely sacrifice herself in because it costs too much money or because it would force her to take off of work, which would then not make her money. Right. So she she definitely does that. So I would say like security for sure. My dad's more spontaneous and status driven maybe and and perhaps even carefree. Uh where my mom's more I guess planning and uh security based. So I but but what's funny about these personality types is like none of them really talk about investing. No. Well, I think that's like so it's in like, the planning category. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. So I would say that um insecurity maybe. Yeah, my dad is definitely like the 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 one end of the spectrum. My mom's the other end, but then there's like this middle ground where like you can still be you know carefree and generous and spend your money and it wisely at the same time. Like I think there's there's a great mix of all of these personality types, but yeah, for sure like that I, I my family is definitely a huge impact for sure i mean it has to be right because that's like your, your formidable year oh yeah um as far as like what about like friends hmm. or like just like fucking friends or like just being a dude yeah you know or where you live you know absolutely i feel like uh and, and less so now but i think that when we grew up it was just very strong gender requirements mm. or whatever yeah. for girls for guys and so i think that certainly played out in my life and, yeah an age yeah you know but i think i think you can you know i don't know i think at a certain point you can i don't know well let's you know but before we go into like some more deeper shit mm. let's take a break what do you think absolutely all right We'll take a break. We'll be right back. We'll talk. Back. 
Oh, fuck, I'm halfway through this double IPA. This is a eight percent. All right, anyway, uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back, and we'll talk more about some deep shit. Sounds good. And we're back. Let's talk about some deep shit. Mm. <laughs> um. <clears throat> okay. So, what did you did you pick your personality types? So I, th- I think so many, few, right? Well, okay. So I think a few apply, and I, I think I know where I'm heavily concentrated. But I think uh, I've evolved like over time, yeah. And in not only good ways, definitely in, in bad ways. Did you evolve uh, because that did something happen in your life? Oh, absolutely. Oh, something happened where you were like, "Fuck, I got to evolve." Yeah, I, oh. I feel like there were multiple uh, like occasions. The first one was the first company I ever worked for went bankrupt. And that, like, changed my view of... You're talking about Lehman Brothers? Yeah. You that was the first it? company you ever worked for? After college, yeah. Oh. What about Barclays? Barclays bought Lehman. Oh. <laughs> so okay, I, I right. Okay, stayed yeah. at roughly the same desk. How long... Different... All right, wait. How long were you at Lehman Brothers before it went belly up? Uh, about a year and a half. Oh, Be- so not between long. a year and a half, two years. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You know, not that long in the scope of like life, but it being a hundred percent of my working days were yeah, I right at the college, I dude. Ate, yeah. I drank the Kool Aid and and ate the mm. container. Like I was like all <laughs> like I, I was in, and so for that place with all these people that I respected to go. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Oh my god, you drank the Kool Aid and then ate. I I I just thought of like. It's really funny to say, like, I drank the Kool-Aid and then ate the packet. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, sorry. It's just like the Starburst wrapper. Yeah. Oh, so good. There's still, there's more, there's more flavor on that. That's right. Damn. All right, go ahead. Uh, And so, like, I became incredibly, even though I still had a job and it Mm -hmm. it was, like, way harder and under bad context, I became incredibly job insecure and that kind of... That <laughs> some Sorry, no one heard and that. and that uh, yeah. really just played out in like all the decisions I made afterwards. Like my saving rate mm. and everything was like having an emergency fund. Wow. Okay, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, I that oof. Do you? If anything, like two thousand eight, I think for both of us was really like a fucking turning point. Yeah, that was like the inflection up. Like I feel like so many important decisions were made as a result of the bad things. Yeah, I mean, mine a hundred percent because that's when I bought my house, my condo. Me buying the condo uh, was the most absolute like game changer for me, money wise. I, I, you know, based on like what my parents' personalities were and like and their and their how they handled money versus like how I handled money then, like I was so fucking irresponsible and carefree and um all of those things. And then I had that happen. I'm like, I need, you know, for some reason my brain went from like, I have no choice but to make sure that this house is paid for. Like that was just it. And then so I I like I did things. I mean, I worked my ass off. I would work. I worked two jobs basically to pay for that place. And then, like when I started my business, was the second turning point where like slowly I was like, I can't be, 
I can't be this carefree type because I certainly was that. Not that, and I and it's funny about the carefree thing. It's like I was definitely immature. I was definitely irresponsible. I had a house at twenty five. Most people in my at my age at that time did not. Most people were still in college. Some some of them. I didn't even go to college, uh, and but I wasn't trapped by other like I didn't have a trust fund. I had no. I mean, I had my, oh, all yeah, the money you, was you mine. Were drowning. Drowning. Yeah. And but then that happened. That, that event, I think, super changed your like approach to money. Obviously, you became more responsible, but I think you also wanted to not be that so much. Because I know, you know, they, you know, they say like you are uh, an amalgamation, I guess, of like the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah, you heard that or some some oh, variation absolutely. of that. Yeah, yeah. Do you believe that? I think so. Yeah, you do. Um, I, I think that you just wind up adopting habits and, and personality traits from other people you're with. I mean, if we hung out every day, all day, you'd start yeah. using like my stupid catchphrases <laughs> unbeknownst, you know, I'm pretty sure that's happened already. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're welcome. I'm welcome. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, do you think that, that we like, look during, so you, 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 all right. You feel, where do you think you sit at the most right this moment? And I guess maybe where do you feel like you started and where did you end up? I think I was always pretty spontaneous. And I think when I was younger, I was very, very spontaneous with money and, and just in general. Or yeah, that much was, more with money. Okay, 100% me too. I would say that I was, I, I very much feel like I fall. It, that literally every single piece of that, like, mm. I feel like I every pro and con and defines I like me. I didn't appreciate, like in college, I didn't appreciate really what it was like. You know, I'd work some stupid job, make some stupid money, and then I would yeah. spend it on stupid things. Yeah, same. Um, then I got my first job, and I think I just like went like a hard left into status. And I was like, <laughs> okay. look at me. I'm making money. Dude, um, okay. I also feel that way. That's when I bought my BMW into my house. Yeah, I mean, I, I just was, I was like, drinks on me. Like, that, yeah. that was like my... Yeah, so, pay the check, dude. That's yeah. ultimate baller status. And I would be like, oh, drinks on me, that's giving. But it was really just status. You just happen to be yeah. there, you know. Um, I mean, that could fall a little bit in the generosity, no? I don't know. Yeah, could, I get... Yeah, yeah, I could. Uh, a little, just a little, just a little twinge. A little, just, like, just little bit. Yeah, yeah. Just a tip. Then, uh, I, I, then the the whole bankruptcy with Lehman Brothers happened. Reality and, check. Yeah, and I just I became like doctor, like security, uh, like <laughs> yeah. not splitting two ply, but I was deathly afraid mm. of of all things. Um, and uh, my giving phase. I think I had met Laura, and um, eventually we kind of steered into planning or i think my wow. latent pro planning personality came out and and this, this is show all in 10 years yeah this is 10 years of your life yeah yeah wow I've just been like hard planning it, dude it's kind of like you went through every single one except the carefree one mm. you literally named every one of them no i was always stressing about it in some fashion hmm what about you dude i would say i'm the i'm pretty much the exact same 
uh, in the beginning. So I definitely started out as spontaneous. I used to spend money like water. I used to buy whatever the fuck I wanted to. Uh, and, and, I, and I always had a job. So like this... Like the carefree thing doesn't fall into either category for us because I think your parents your parents had money but they didn't besides they like would pay, never give it to us like except for like, college yes except for they college. paid for your, yeah so I didn't get the I got my my dad paid for my first semester of college that I squandered um, and he beat me uh, with a with a, <laughs> a hamper full of clothes one morning uh, so which I'm pretty sure I've told that story on this podcast before. Uh, so if you want to go back and listen to it, it's I squandered hysterical. my first year too, and they made me pay for winter class. Oh snap! Really? And I had to like literally prove ah, that I was worthy. Okay. Uh, so I definitely started that way. Uh, status definitely came into the picture once I once like my friends were all going to college, and I was making forty k a, a year plus because like that was at I mean balling. That was baller. That age. With no degree, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I got to a point where I was making sixty k or sixty five k a year, and that's when I bought my house. That's when I bought my BMW. That's when I was like sh- straight up playing, you know, baller city. Wah wah. Yeah, and then, <laughs> uh, you know, I will say that. 2008, the crash didn't really affect me so much because my credit was pretty piss poor and I already had a house, but I had lost money on it, but it didn't matter because I already had it mm. and whatever I could afford it, um, even though I bought it at the peak. And I sold my BMW, but like it wasn't really until I started my business, which wasn't too long after my house, that I uh, got super fucking serious about money and I kind of i didn't go i won't say i didn't go full on planning so like i didn't um you know for example hide finances from a partner because i didn't have a partner at the time uh i that doesn't qualify as a reason to not be (laughs) (laughs) no um yeah i i i I just i did buy i started to like think very intentionally about money and i started reading books about money and I just I just decided one day that I just did not want to be an idiot. And that was roughly around the time we met and we started this podcast. So the podcast super helped me, you know, kind of like bridge the gap between planning and I would say spontaneous. So I still feel like I've kept this level of spontaneity and status. I've kept some of those things, but I've also added in this planning thing. So I have these like three pieces that kind of make up this like hybrid personality type. And I – because I, I, I certainly feel like I like going out. I like spending money on other people. I like being generous. I like you know footing the bill if I can. Uh, I also like saving money and having um, you know a high net worth and, and making sure that like my shit's taken care of. And yeah, so I, I kind of, I feel like I've sort of, I, I didn't just like hard pan left to like all planning and super miserly and job security and all that stuff. But I, I definitely like added that in, I added that like, you know, ingredient into my life. So, um, that's kind of where I'm sitting now. I think. What do you think, mm-hmm. uh, now 
having yeah. like gone through all this is the worst aspect of your money personality. Like, <laughs> what is the worst thing you do? That's a. Uh, well, <clears throat> right now, <laughs> yeah, right this second, as of yesterday, I was the most angry I've been in a long time because uh, I have a house in New Jersey that I fucking want to mm. burn down to the goddamn ground. And I'm sorry. I don't want anyone to die. I just want it. I want the insurance just company. The house to die. I just want the fucking bill relieved, and I don't want to deal with it anymore. I am a reluctant landlord. I made a mistake in 2008. I bought a house when I shouldn't have, and my tenant, I, we, I, I in the still last, paying like, the price ten years later. Some fucking, I'm bleeding, dude. It's not a ton of but money. Slowly, you, instead of taking the bandage off and losing like fifty thousand yeah. dollars, like yeah. you took the slow route of. And maybe maybe won't lose anywhere near that, but it's a little bit every month. It's the biggest mistake I ever made, and I didn't even know I was making it. And mm. and the reason, if there's anything to learn from this, is like it's because I didn't give two shits about money. I cared about status only. I cared about status. I cared about status mm. and spontaneity. I I I. Bought something that I had no business buying. I was brought up, you know, believing that 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 I deserved it, you know, through through family influence. Um, I, 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 I just fucking like did something as a kid that like I didn't care. And I think if if anyone's listening. I, I, you're probably not because you're listening. So it's 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 like you're you're trying to get better with money, or you already are great with money, and you don't commiserate with this specific like sentiment. But like one of the worst mistakes I ever made because I didn't I didn't give a shit. I was mm. I just I it was it was like the height of the market, and I was I was making good money, and I didn't go to college, and I had all the ego in the world. And I was just like, yeah, give me that fucking house, man. Brand new. I watched it be built. 25. Baller. It is definitely the worst mistake that I've made in financially. Wow. And had, and had I known. That's shit. Sorry. <laughs> I, I would wonder, you know, because you keep talking about how you want to get a house. Yeah. If, if that is something... Well, I want to do it. I want to do it like an intelligent person. You know, I feel like I've learned so what much. What is that? <laughs> I, I, it's it's waiting. It's waiting for the right time. I remember it's, when I was like young. I was like twenty three yeah. or something, and people would like dispense wisdom on me, whether mm -hmm. it was about money or relationships or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you're like, they don't know what they're talking about because I'm different. And it, and you're in many special. ways, yeah. But I think. Um, the ball and chain that you feel a 30 year mortgage is, mm -hmm. it still is. Yeah. <laughs> still Just is. Just a heads up. I get it, but I don't live in that house. Fair. So, uh, speaking of living in a house, and well, I guess what I'm saying is you have a money personality. Mm -hmm. Does Laura have the same personality? We have similar. Which I think has allowed what, us to... Has that been since day one? No, not okay. at all. Yeah. I think my money personality came, saw, and conquered. <laughs> nice. 
I, I remember there was a time we were coming back from, I think it was like Spain. It was like our first mm-hmm. big trip together. And we were sitting in the airport waiting for the flight or something home. Or yeah. I, It was definitely on the way home. And uh, I remember us having a blowout fight on why credit card debt matters. Mm. And didn't she was like not a big deal? Didn't understand. She didn't understand, you know, interest and in how punitive it is. And, yeah. Um. And it and it wasn't that like it was something she couldn't. It just she just was never explained to her. Sure. Um. Has that changed? I think we become very similar. She is uh much more thoughtful and thrifty about it than I am. Interesting. And I tend to get taken advantage of. Where Laura would never get taken advantage of. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely the role that I have with Steph too. Is, um, although with Steph, she came in as a planner and security. Mm-hmm. I think is is her in a nutshell. And as, as for as long as I've known her, and I've kind of been the opposite of those two with a little bit of planning. Mm-hmm. Just like you know. Um, and so our our personalities certainly clash, and it's very apparent when it comes to like the house buying process, right? Of like, I want a house, and I want a big, the cool, nice status one. Yeah, I don't want a <laughs> large. I don't want large space because then it's. I know in my mind that's like more shit. I got to clean. You just and, want it to be slightly larger visually than every other. I, one I just want it to be <laughs> modern. I just want it to be yeah. modern and have modern amenities. Uh, and yeah, and, and, and where I live currently, like where you live, like it's expensive here, man. It's like, it's not cheap. And it's so weird to think about, you know, Oh God, I can move home and like basically have a mansion for like $300,000. Right. We're here. That doesn't get me. That gets me like a studio condo. Yeah. You know, where your um, bathroom is in your kitchen. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You can just like, you can lay down in bed and with enough force, you could just pee right into your <laughs> That's a gross uh, visualization. But uh, there's certainly like a difference there, right? There's, there, there's certainly a clash, and there's a clash between like I like things, you know? Not frivolous things, but just like I like my hobbies. I like having like nice things, equipment for doing my work and stuff. And, and she's more, I guess, of a – without this specific word attached to it, like a minimalism, minimalist type of mindset. Mm. And so like that clashes and we have to find common ground in that. And so like dealing with somebody or living with somebody, not dealing, but like living with somebody with a different money personality, it presents these challenges that like, I think is helpful to understand that like they have a personality and they were, and it, and it comes from society where they grew up, geography their their parents their family whatever and i think if you're reflective on it like you could act on it yeah like if if you are some of the cons hardcore Mm -hmm. of i don't know giving even or carefree like if you're aware like you could you could fix that yeah and maybe you don't want to and that's okay but like be aware that like not everyone is exactly like you Mm -hmm. and you obviously operate and everyone operates in sort of a spectrum but sort of figuring out a way to find Common ground so that you guys can both, you know, enjoy life. Because I do think like one of the wor- – like I, I have to imagine, and I don't, I don't really have research on this, but I, I think there is research that says that, the, you know, the majority or, or 
the reason why a lot of people break up or divorce, mostly divorce, I guess, is because of financial situations or like, oh, yeah. or like, like disagreeing on money and stuff. And, and like, I think this is interesting because you can look at these personalities and go like, maybe, you know, that other, you, you know, your significant other just has like a different personality. And how do I work with that? And what is my personality and understanding who you are and going like, oh, okay, I'm like this and they're like this. So understood. Like now if she we can move was forward. a hardcore planner and you just hardcore didn't respect planning, it'd be very hard for you to see eye to eye on a yeah. lot of things. But maybe you say, hey, why don't you help me plan? And I, cause I would like to be more like this and here I am, I'm, I'm in these two buckets or whatever. I would like to have a little, I don't, I don't need to go full bucket planning. Like I don't need to be a full planner and like forget my spontaneity and forget my, you know, whatever my status, but help me figure out a way to be all three. <laughs> No one will forget your status. <laughs> <laughs> oh, make it rain, baby. Yeah. So, um, is there anything I think we should, is there anything you want to say about money personalities or anything else that we think we missed? No, I think that's good. I think just it's important to be reflective. Yeah. Take the quiz, play the game. Figure it out. Your significant other. Yeah. And uh, don't kill each other when you talk about it. Couples that play together stay together. Mm. I saw that on a lingerie billboard <laughs> in New Jersey. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know New what? Jersey. Weird. If you missed anything in this episode, we'll have everything in the show notes. Don't worry about that. And you can check your preferred podcast app for those show notes or just visit listenmoneymatters.com slash show. Please subscribe wherever you normally listen to podcasts and tell your friends about us. Point them to your favorite episodes and hopefully... They'll become a subscriber, too. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about on this show, email us at listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. All the tools and resources we normally mention on this show are available at all times at listenmoneymatters.com slash toolbox. I think we're good. Yeah. All right. Later, Andrew. We're good. Later. Please tell your friends about this show. Thank <laughs> you.